News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now, disrupting the Grand National is just the start, so says campaign group Animal Rising. The direct action group plans to liberate animals in slaughterhouses and farms over the summer and halt horse racing events. But would this cause more harm than good, potentially? Sarah McCaffrey, Animal Rising spokesperson, joins us now. First of all, what are you, what are you planning for uh, Saturday's Grand National, Sarah? Hi, well, firstly, thank you for having me on. Um, And secondly, we'll be coming to the Grand National um, because we care about the horses, as many of the people do that go to these horse races. But unfortunately, we're going to be the only ones there who are stopping direct harm coming to these horses. But this is part of a much wider campaign where we really look at our relationship to animals and how we use them not only for fun, but for food. Okay, um, just with regard to caring about the animals, I, I'm, I, you know, I've got to play a devil's advocate with you. I'm sure lots of horse owners, horse trainers, jockeys, all of those people who work with with horses on an ongoing basis. I'm sure they would all say that they also care about horses. Yeah, absolutely. But the truth is that since February in 2021, over you know 192 horses have died on the tracks alone. That doesn't even mention the training process or what happens to them after they've, you know, raced to exhaustion or have been retired. Okay, so that that's more than one one a week over over that period of time. Um, one one thing I say to you, you're talking about liberating, and and, and I always think it, it is the question that needs to be asked of people who 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 are activists in this way. You want to liberate animals that are being bred for slaughter, liberate animals that are involved in things like horse racing. If they weren't bred for slaughter if they weren't used in horse racing, they wouldn't exist. No one would just be breeding horses to ramble around fields in a utopian situation. The only reason those horses are living in stables around the country and are alive, the same as cows in in fields and in sheds, is because they have a value like meat or they have a value like racing. And, and, And whether we like it or not, and I'm not making a moral judgment on it at all, Sarah, those horses just wouldn't be alive. So they wouldn't be killed and they wouldn't be maybe dying on a racetrack. They'd never live at all. Well, actually, I think this really highlights, you know, the disconnect that we have between horses and the fact that if we're not using them or exploiting them, then they couldn't exist. But actually, a solution that Animal Rising are focusing on is, you know, the ability to rewild land that has been used for animal agriculture. And if we did rewild this land, we would be able to reintroduce wild horses back into Ireland and into the UK, which were native here originally. So you're suggesting that, that, that cows and things would just live unencumbered and, and, and unrelated, so they would just live on grass and, and live and die a natural life without any intervention. They wouldn't be brought into stables or what have you, or, or, or sheds in the winter. None of that would happen. Well, 92% of agriculture land in Ireland is used for animal farming. And if we rewilded this land, we could, you know, bring back in nature, back into its glory, you know. The only thing uh, with respect is, is that land is owned by farmers and they are under no obligation to 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 uh, engage in, in altruistic practice with their private property. Do you know what I mean? So, so, so they have that land as a functional income generating uh, way of making money for themselves and their families and their businesses. The, the, why would they turn their their profit making land use into rewilding? They'd have to be subsidised by somebody, presumably the government. Well, yeah, it's that is part of it. So the government it would support farmers in this transition to a plant based future. 
Um, but animal agriculture in Ireland is the leading cause, the leading cause of greenhouse gas emissions. So, you know, meat and dairy is not just about, you know, making money, but it's actually the driving cause for the climate crisis, which we need to address. So we need governments to support our farmers in this transition, not only to save okay. the animals, but actually to put a stop to the climate crisis. And just lastly, uh, Sarah, are you willing to, to tell me what, what, what you have planned for Saturday? <laughs> yeah, so we'll be. We've got some protests um, planned. We've got people outside the front gates um, at nine, half nine in the morning. Um, if you want to come along, um, but we will also be stopping the races as well. Okay. Look, thank you very much for speaking to us this morning and for all of that. That is Sarah McCaffrey there, Animal Rising spokesperson. Let us know what you think. Um, quite a lot of people of the view that, that using animals for meat or sport or other such things is a kind of a form of abuse. Are you one of them? You can WhatsApp us this morning 087 106. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk.